0: People want more democracy, not less. It's time to talk progressive politics and practical solutions with Joy Silver. Outspoken from Radio 111. Now, here's Joy.
1: As we get ready for an important series of choices to be made at the polls this November, Outspoken turns your attention this week to a race that many voters in Riverside County, California, are probably not thinking a lot about. But ignoring the bigger picture of what could happen in the 10th largest county in the United States would be a huge mistake. I'm Joy Silver. You've heard me say many times that I've got a voice and I'm going to use it. This is one of those occasions when, if you live and vote in our backyard, you, your friends, your family, your neighbors, will all have an opportunity to keep an important safeguard in place with a showdown between two vastly different candidates you probably know little to nothing about. We're going to change that over the next several minutes on this episode. At the core of our democracy is the system of checks and balances. The public, which funds the whole of government, wants accountability for tax dollars and to know they aren't going to waste. After all, you worked hard for the money. This November, voters in Riverside County, California, will have a chance to re-elect Paul Angulo as auditor and controller or give the nod to his challenger, Ben Benoit. Mr. Angulo has held the job for the past dozen years, and by all accounts, he's done a great job as the manager of the public's funds and assets. Now, what exactly is the auditor-controller responsible for? His department handles revenues and disbursement, like collecting taxes— paying the county bills and making payroll every two weeks for 18,000 employees. They are responsible for $6 million in pension payments every two weeks. They also act as that important checks and balances service for taxpayers by performing mandatory audits of all departments within the jurisdiction of the county board of supervisors per the laws of the state of California. In other words... The Auditor's Controller's Office is the nonpartisan wing of the county government that is charged with keeping everyone honest and accountable. I recently spoke with Paul and we talked about his decision to run for a fourth term.
0: I consider myself a regular citizen, you know, trying to be active and improving the government. I was thinking of retiring, but I still have a lot of passion and skill for what I do, so I thought I'd give it another shot.
1: Even though this is an elective office, It shouldn't be mired in partisanship or controversy, provided the job is being done well, but this cycle has drawn attention on a number of fronts. In recent months, we have focused on the scary and alarming propensity by the Riverside County Sheriff, Chad Bianco, to defy county and statewide mandates during the coronavirus pandemic, to engage in hyper-partisanship with the governor and other lawmakers, to not be transparent about department practices, including officer-involved shootings, county inmate deaths, and complaints against his agency by members of the public. He has also allegedly failed to follow appropriate protocols with regards to department personnel when they sever from employment. Angulo recently captured headlines in the Desert Sun newspaper when he drew attention to Bianco's refusal to cooperate in audits of his agency, which tops the expenditures in Riverside County. He said that without the accountability of assets, expenditures and practices, This is what he is most concerned about as a public representative.
0: Just a few years ago, Riverside County spent over $100 million with the primary effort going towards the sheriff's office to improve their operations. And we sent our auditors in there, and it's very difficult to get any kind of transparency. And this is critical in a democratic government. Like I said, this is not Somalia. This is not a private militia and Mr. Bianco does not own these assets. They belong to Riverside County.
1: Angulo is not charged with evaluating the operation of the sheriff's office generally. He further clarifies his role specifically in this instance.
0: My job is to, under the law, conduct internal control audits. These are not performance audits. I'm not saying how he's operating or managing. I'm just looking at the data that they propose. For example, they have a transparent customer complaint line. So we go in there and say, can you show us, let us see.
1: Exactly how much financial responsibility falls under the person in this position. He clarifies that.
0: A lot of people talk about the $7 billion budget for Riverside County. But as the watchdog, I'm really watching over $38 billion. A lot of people don't know that. The county is $38 billion in bank accounts, assets, such as fleets, buildings, etc. So that is a huge undertaking.
1: Angulo says Bianco's failure to comply with audits includes the sheriff's armory. The auditor is responsible for inventory of all county-owned property. And not knowing what exists, in what quantity, who has possession, and additional risk management concerns is problematic.
0: It's not only an inventory process that we're looking at, but we're looking at lethal weaponry. Lethal weaponry. And we need to know where are these tactical weapons, the rifles and so on. From an inventory point of view, they fall short. But from a high risk point of view, they even fell shorter because where are these weapons?
1: Why wouldn't the sheriff comply with inventory processes? Angulo draws the analogy to tracking the supply chain in the private sector
0: i worked many, many years in uh, warehouses and in supply chain. We always know in private industry where our inventory is. What I mean by f- falling short is we get a list of the weaponry they're supposed to have, and we go look for it, where it's supposed to be. And if it's not there, and then that's very concerning. And then we follow up with, can you tell us where these weapons are located? If they don't have a good answer, that is a tremendous concern, obviously.
1: And just how much of the county treasury is Sheriff Bianco endowed with, Paul?
0: the sheriff's budget is approaching $1 billion. Wow,
1: that's per
0: year? Yes, and not only is it approaching $1 billion, but they've asked from last year's budget more than another $100 million. I mean, it's like crazy.
1: What impact does this have on the rest of the government?
0: The other departments are being strangled. The hog share is going to the sheriff, and I see these numbers. For the last 12 years, I've been monitoring these numbers. Nobody asked for $100 million from one year to the next. Nobody.
1: Is there any oversight of the sheriff?
0: The Riverside County Executive Office, that would consist of the new CEO, Mr. Jeff Van Wagnon. He just took over the reins about a year ago. And then he has a staff of about 50 analysts and people specifically tasked for following the sheriff's cash flows.
1: And what happens with complaints from the public? How many are there?
0: There's not enough transparency for me to give you a, 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 a good answer on that.
1: I asked Paul how that should be handled.
0: In my office, we have what they call a fraud, waste and abuse. Hotline. We track that meticulously. We report that to the board every year and report it to the grand jury every year. This is what I like to see coming from the sheriff. I think this is it's only right in view of the humongous budget that they have and that the humongous increase that they're getting. It's only right.
1: We've also heard there are other control problems like former employees still having access to facilities and systems, even after they are no longer working for the sheriff's office. And that is another concern you have with no accountability in the audits. Is this true?
0: We have people walking on premises that have no keys that are just let in because they used to work there. If they have access to the facilities and then now because they have not been disconnected, they have access to uh, their system. So this is just a great concern here.
1: Justice Sheriff Bianco has chafed at having his authority challenged by other government officials in the Golden State, as well as news media organizations. His office's lack of compliance with the auditor's office has manifested with a political storm approaching for Paul Angulo. Despite holding a bachelor's degree from Cal Berkeley, a master's in management from the University of Redlands, graduating from Harvard University's senior executive program in state and local government, Earning strategic and performance management certificates from Berkeley and Harvard and being a certified public accountant with 24 years of business experience in the private sector before entering the government, this United States Army veteran is being challenged by a newcomer with a nepotistic connection to Riverside County law enforcement and politics as his late father preceded the current county supervisor, in the seat that represents the Coachella Valley. Ben Benoit had a strong primary campaign performance, and Gulo has a theory about what has brought about support for his opponent from Bianco, other county elected officials, and special interests.
0: My audits are getting under their skin. My opponent spent a quarter million dollars given to him by developers, given to him by the sheriff, and given to him by sheriff people and given to him by the district attorney.
1: But what about Benoit's credentials and experience?
0: My opponent has zero qualifications. I think he has a GED or a high school diploma. I'm not sure which one. And he's going to manage $38 billion he has a GED, high school diploma. We're managing much more than a pension plan here, much more. Yeah. You want the best qualified people to run the government. I used to say broken government, broken leadership, With this is a prime example here. I don't even know why he's running, how he even slipped under the radar. There is a law that says you have to be minimum CPA to be a county auditor in California.
1: So, Paul, what's the bottom line to this opposition if the candidate they're supporting isn't even legally qualified to serve in office.
0: The county does not want to see my audit reports. They're desperate to get me out. They want to silence the auditor controller.
1: And Gulo's critics point to a report that highlights issues with his department's internal audit and a high turnover rate. He says that was part of a coordinated political hit job last June. And there is a legitimate explanation for the turnover problems.
0: A lot of that information in that report cannot be taken seriously because it's just a political hit piece. It came out days before the election. In my department, the staff is low pay. You cannot expect CPAs and super qualified people for $60,000 a year is not going to happen. That's a pipe dream. We're not in a position to go down to Home Depot and pick up three or four accountants. That's not the way. Yes. We're highly trained folks, Master's degrees, certifications from Harvard, UCLA. You want to pay them low wages, we're going to have a turnover. No matter what I do, this is organizational behavior. Mm. Right now, we have someone that was making $40,000 a year in the property tax section, He was offered $95,000 by a city. I mean, more than twice. And we see this repeat in itself. We've asked HR. We've had County Human Resources. Please, please take a look at this. We're, We're losing people to other cities and departments that can pay a lot more money, and we're losing people to private industry as well.
1: The auditor-controller has also come under fire with critics who say he has violated or abused the county's expense policy. And Gulo says he plays strictly by the book.
0: Call smear politics diver, diversion because my opponent has zero qualifications. None of that is true. I abide by county policy. If I'm going to have a beer, I pay that myself. Now, the other thing that some people get indigestion over is training. But I expect, I'm very demanding of myself and my team, if we have a small office, and then we need to train very aggressively. This is not a retirement office that it used to be. This is a performance office. And it's called building capacity, leveraging the assets that we have, the capital the, the 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 labor, the labor people that are doing the work, making sure that they're trained to get these numbers right. So we spend money there. and this is approved by the board.
1: The reality of completing one hundred and four audits during the past four years, plus investigating two hundred and fifty incidents of fraud, waste and abuse is going to step on fingers and toes. It's the nature of the job and it's a career hazard that tax-paying voters in Riverside County need to be mindful of because Replacing a veteran auditor controller with someone that has had no, zero, nada experience and who will enable those who do not want to be accountable for the use of your money is asking for a new level of government waste and abuse. Well, I think Paul Angulo makes many, many good points. And this is the time we have to think about a race that many of us do not think about. Because with these issues and no controls over the sheriff's budget and the amount of money that he uses and no inventory control over the armory and artillery, this is the way private militias get funded. So this is a vote that you must get out there to do. No, it's not the sexy vote for president, but this is the one that makes a difference, a direct difference into our lives. Visit Paul Angulo's campaign website for more information at paulangulo.com. I'm Joy Silver. I'm using my voice and I'm telling you, you got to use yours on Outspoken from Radio 111. Thank you for joining us and be sure to encourage others to tune in. This podcast is updated weekly on Tuesdays.